Welcome to a special, very special Paper Keg Podcast where we will discuss the legendary Howard the Duck film. music's just a taste of what you're in for <laughs> for this short period of time uh you know we have three hosts of the paper cake podcast we usually talk about comics this is a special film episode related to comics uh we have a writer Finally. we have a writer on the show you know you're curious should i stick with this guess what we got a writer boom you're in now jonesy loves beer is his name um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I like to think that uh, even unpublished, I'm still somehow a better writer than anyone that worked on Howard the Duck. <laughs> Thomas Dolby, by the way. Tom- the Thomas Dolby? Thomas Dol- Dolby did the soundtrack, including the song. C-Dolbs, they call him. Wow. Um... Music historian uh, Dale underscore A is our other host. He's a father. He's he's probably the biggest ass on Facebook right now, getting more likes than your resident Upworthy post. Welcome back. It's great to be back. It's great to be back on an, on, a, on these very special episodes where we discuss film in all of its incarnations. Howard the Duck. This month, this episode. I mean, I don't think the world is ready, or or the world expected us. I don't think you expected that breakdown, and it caught you in your heart. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Bobby Brown. It caught my heart, all right. Yeah. Oh my word! Do we know who requested or suggested Howard the Duck from our archives? Uh, I figured. Maybe we would know that. I'm not sure. We would have to Jim check Lind the archives. For Pope, probably. Was it? I would oh, either say boy. Jim Lind, Charles Forsman. Sounds like a Forsman yeah. type move. It Scotty be, Young, probably. Might be Scotty Young. I don't know. I don't know who's talking oh, to him. I don't it wasn't know. me. I don't know who's I don't know if Scotty Young's clamoring to hear Howard the Duck. I think. Yeah, I Book don't. Club episode. First Marvel movie. This is the big one. This is phase Ever. zero. <laughs> yes. 19, I don't know what year. Uh, let's just... 86, I want to say. Uh, let's see is that how a guess? accurate that was. Is that a guess right now? That, that is a, was a, a good wild guess. guess. And it was 1986. Oh! Um, Howard the Duck. He's back. You know, anthropomorphic, lovable scamp. You know, he smokes cigars in the, in the comics. He's a real hoot. R-rated hoot. Um, the movie, well, we'll let Jonesy synopsize the movie. Maybe you've never seen it. It's a little dude in a duck suit that gets in a mischief. And he's taken from his home planet. Jonesy, please, you could probably do it way better than than, you, than I ever could. Do you think they used children? <laughs> I feel like I saw scenes where he was running a little differently, and it looked like a child run. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to think there were some kids in there. So, if folks, if you've never heard me synopsize a book or movie, prepare to be underwhelmed uh, by the job I'm about to do here on Howard the Duck. Uh, 
so the pace of the film is what I define uh, what I define as breakneck. Uh, <laughs> Howard the duck is a duck, and he lives on a duck planet, a planet of all ducks, where ducks have evolved to humanoid creatures. Uh, the overture, the over duck world, also the, was the duck name. world. Yeah, duck world. So this this narrator tells us that in the infinite planets of the universe, uh, any possible uh, choice is played out to its to its full extent. So on this far uh, flung world of duck world, instead of being apes, you know, the, the ducks were the prominent uh, life form on the planet. So, Howard is sucked out of his apartment building. Uh, his breeders of the lost stork picture, you know, hint, hint, George Lucas, uh, falls to the carpeted floor. and He flies through the universe and lands on our Earth. Uh, you know, he's attacked for being a, basically a, a duck man. Uh, luckily, he falls across the street from a garage band slash heavy metal slash hair band slash nightclub establishment where Leah Thompson and her band, I'm sorry, Beverly and her band, the Cherry Bombs are playing. Uh, you know, Howard is attracted to the noise, instantly sees Beverly from across the room as the lead singer of this band. Uh, and she, unlike the others, seems to strike up a Fast friendship with Howard. She accepts him. Nay is sexually attracted to him. Well, I mean, hold on. First, he stops her from getting uh, assaulted. Uh, that's right. I forgot to mention. He yeah. is also a master of quack foo, which is the prominent martial art sure. on Duck World. Yeah. And he's very skilled at it. Uh, so they kind of hook up. Uh, she's like, hey, Howard, Ducky, Howie. I'm going to help you um, get back to your home planet. And Howard's like, cool. So uh, they they go see Tim Robbins, <laughs> who is a amateur scientist, uh, also friend, conveniently, of Beverly. One of the most uh, annoying characters in movie history. Oh, I, wanted bar to, none. I wanted to punch him in bar, the mouth every scene he was in. Bar none. Uh, so he's like, hey, I want to discover you, and let me give you a, a, a brief expository explanation of the entire concept of you to the audience, and I'm going to try to help you, uh, you know, get back to your planet. But I also want to make myself famous. Beverly's like, nah, that's not going to happen. You know, they uh, they have a falling out. Howard and Beverly, because Howard's like, no, Beverly's like, I'm just trying to help. And they fight, and then, you know, they kind of split their ways. This all happens what has to be in the space of, like, 11 hours. Uh, Howard uh, goes then to a job placement agency where he is absolutely placed into a job for humans as the cleanup boy of a house of ill repute. And this is the first 35 minutes of the film. Now, all of this takes place. Now, look, I, 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 I could try to wait until we, you know, ex, ex, blow this, uh, you know, blow this 
segment out a little bit, but well, I got ninety five more minutes of synopsis. This is here. a legal f palace. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't, like that that has listed job openings that the local social workers are placing people into. Right. It's just it's just picture a crummy. J off crusted. It's it's a it's a hot big, tub. It's a big complex. It's like, it sounds like it's a it sounds like a bunny ranch. Isn't that what uh, bunny ranches are? But he didn't crash in Vegas, bruh. Yeah, I, I, and I I want to say that it's just it's not a bunny ranch, but because I, I think it's like it's BYO F buddy. Like I don't I wasn't under the impression that there was any sales of bodies going on. I think. You bring your F mate with you, and you just <laughs> use their mud bath. You F in the mud and, bath, you know. And a duck walks around with a <laughs> tray of lube <laughs> and towels know, and clean towels, as as which is the staple at places like these, you know. And you get your groove on. So Howard eventually makes his way back to Beverly. And uh, she pretty much admits that she will do him. And they're 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 pre-coitus when you find out that Tim Robbins has revealed Howard's existence to another doctor. We're going to call him Doctor Jeffrey Jones. So uh, Doctor Jeff is like, uh, "Hey, um, I'm a super important scientist, and I'm going to help you uh, get back to your planet. And I have a device." Uh, the MacGuffin machine that is going to be able to send you back to Duckworld. So, you know, Howard submits kind of willingly to find out how to get back home. Uh, Dr. Jeff uh, fires up the machine, and uh, it goes wonky, and he invites one of the Dark Lords of the Universe. This is like 41 minutes into the film to inhabit his body and uh, the dark world the universe is it knows all about howard the duck and all the uh pop culture of the day and is a well-versed individual and uh they a dark is pers- a dark overlord right it's our dark overlord they they proceed to segue into a road trip film where dark overworld uh beverly and howard are on the run from this uh, broken-down facility. And, uh, you know, Dr. Jeffrey Jones goes completely, uh, you know, BS insane. And uh, what we have here, then, is they are on a mission to save him. They are able to separate Dr. J from the Dark Overlord, who becomes a large, uh, what I would describe as a mutated... Plant from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is the name of it? Se- not Senior. What was the... Audrey 2 is what I described. This dark overlord of the universe. And he is going to... Or it is going to use the machine to uh, summon more dark overlords. Uh, Howard is presented with a choice. He can destroy the machine and save the world, Earth. Or he can let Earth burn and use the reverse doohickey to send himself back and he's like you know what i've been chasing my destiny for far too long 
And maybe my destiny is here on Earth. He destroys the machine, saves the day, and what better way to celebrate but have a 90-minute music number where they (laughs) trot out the Howard the Duck theme song as the credits roll. And we're pretty sure that Beverly and Howie are going to get down pretty soon after the credits roll. Howard the Duck. Getting a legend devil vibe from Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, this could be his Was whole... Was it that caddy? I'm whole, sorry. His I, whole episode could be just him talking about how they could make love at any moment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to come out right now and say one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I wanted, oh, in I my wanted life. to hop into the wow. oven, wow. turn it on full blast, and just end it. Took me two days to watch this movie. I fell asleep during the road trip scene. Mm. I it was awful. How did George Lucas ever get work after this? I have George, no idea. George Lucas quoted as saying, "Misunderstood film in twenty years, it will be uh, uh, respected as a masterpiece. It's unwatchable." I checking in thirty years later, George. It's still a stinker. I wouldn't want anyone to watch this movie. I wouldn't. I wouldn't force someone in, into such a scenario. That's like a troll level that you reserve for uh, Nazi generals that have risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't do it to people you know. It's just. I mean, it starts out fun enough. Like, but uh, it's a cute movie. I disagree. <laughs> it's a cute. No, I mean, come on. The concept, the fact that the movie got made, it's based on a comic book. Like, you have to give it some leeway. The first 30 minutes of the film, at, anyway. Howard the Duck apologist, Dale underscore A. But, it is terrible. It's a crap, I mean, it's a crap movie. And m- mostly, like, they okay, they tried a live action Howard the Duck film. So, you're going to have some liberties, okay? But... The road trip, the scene in the diner is like a full hour of the movie. It could not go on any longer. <laughs> it was impossible for it to go on any longer. The di- in mean, the diner, I'm like, they're just stopping. I like why pad the movie. It had no, absolutely no bearing on the fact whether they would fight the Dark Overlord or not. They're, like it was just there to show off Jeffrey Jones's powers. You could have easily not had that scene at all. I mean, it's like but then the, the film editing, would only be eight minutes long. It, so it's like the person editing that movie overwrote a whole cut, and they just left the whole scene in on accident, and it's in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then nobody exactly. ever stopped it from happening. Nobody I noticed mean, the, the sequence where he decides that he should have a life here because he doesn't have any way of getting back like up to that that could have been a two-hour film on its own his arrival yes his meeting of beverly yes yes his his realization that he was stuck here and him getting a job at a j-off palace could have been a two-hour film you're you are absolutely right and it's it all of this takes the place of the span of maybe 11 to 12 earth hours like he's just resolved. He resigns himself. He's like, "Oh, I guess I'm here now. I better better get a better job. Get out on my own. I better like Leia Thompson. What? She has a high level emotional relationship with him that takes Instantly. place over the course of a half day. 
a half day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? I don't need to come with the grips with the fact that I could do bestiality at any second with this humanoid duck. I mean, God. like, I don't, I, I personally, you know, just not to be the apologist again, I don't think it would have went that far, but she was definitely, she, I think she was, she was joking at the end. She, she you can see that she just wanted to see how far he would go. And then she just like, aha, right. just kidding, Howie. But the, and then she went to bed. But I mean, but the, how far but do you take a joke with a talking duck? Because she was about gonna, sex. she was going to take it all the way. She was going to take that little mini condom out of his wallet and put it on his little duck peeny, and they were going to play a game of chicken that would have, I mean, would have just rocked our worlds. Like she was just not willing to let up. She was going to make Howard the duck. Stop at all costs. If Tim Robbins hadn't walked in, <laughs> she was going to take it to the limit because, like, you're, you're, if this is an alien duck walking, talking, you've known him for a half hour and you invite him to, like, you're sleeping in your bed, you put on this skimpiest pair of lingerie. Oh, those were classic eighties high waisted. Oh man, that wouldn't uh, have just 80s. rocked. That wouldn't have just rocked our world. That would have rocked civilization's world. <laughs> yes, that she consummated with this thing. She's she should be in a mental ward. This woman, hands down. I love I love also how the the movie pendulum swings for people who give instant acceptance and aberration to this duck. Oh sure. And then swing away to people that want to crucify it with absolutely no understanding of the motivation of either group. Yeah, like how cute a movie. Oh, he's at the uh, Ohio unemployment office. Um, excuse me, Howard, the the duck you said, what's your social security number so I can get you placed in a in this J Palace? Oh, oh, you don't have a you don't you have a duck security number. Oh, well, that's not quite the same thing. Do you use nine digits over there in Duck World, or like and not he's even, just I a mean, human? He's human to everybody. Twenty seconds in the movie, you see duck female chest. Oh yeah, in that magazine. Oh, is yeah. looking at, and then there's the one in the bathtub. So and it's not even is, like a kids. Yeah, movie. you know, this they're not mammals. PG. They wouldn't have developed breasts. I mean, come on, George Lucas. How? I mean. I can I can pass off everything. Duck World is everything human, just with except ducks. for the breasts. Except for he, one scene I I had enough. Okay. He didn't know what a pizza was. He right. asked, "What is a pizza?" Come on, he has beer. He has everything. Yes. He has play yeah. duck. Yeah. He has a he, mallard card instead of a master card. He has a condom card. He has a in condom. his wallet, but he doesn't know what pizza is. Game over case closed yeah that's true i mean that's you're right i mean the, just the movie was so bad the scenes with i thought the what's his face the guy from ferris bueller's was going to be the bad guy when they walked in on them about to insert and make <laughs> a human duck hybrid right, hybrid baby <laughs> a huck baby <laughs> I thought he was going to be like kidnap him and try to like perform tests. I was like, okay, this guy's the antagonist. Yeah, oh yeah, it's going to get well, serious. Well, not not quite. He is the antagonist, but he has to be mind warped with the Overlord uh, for four hours. 
and slowly, gradually turn into a psycho monster. I mean, it felt like four hours. That guys, that wasn't process. the incubation period. That was how long the movie was in that sequence. I mean, I think this movie's only an hour and a half, right? It's like an yeah, hour. It's like an hour and fifty. Yeah, minutes. it is. I mean, it felt quadruple that. Yeah. Well, it wraps up the entire part uh, plot about uh, an hour and thirty three, and the next seventeen are this uh, musical number. Uh, where they play what feels like an entire set that a band would play all about Howard the Duck while the credits roll. Uh, Howard has also learned to play the guitar at this point uh, pretty well. Well, in Duck World, they have guitars, probably. Uh, duck tars, they probably call them. Yeah. <laughs> Gee ducks. Quack tars. actually the correct one. <laughs> also, how miserable was his life on Duck World that he just didn't have anything? He didn't have anybody? He was... Having intercourse with ducks left and right, the letters he was getting, the, the, the messages. messages. What was wrong with his life over there? It sounded great. Yeah, it couldn't have been that bad. A little stability, God forbid. You so right? you got a you got a pee poor job desk job. Join the club, you know. It sounded. It looked like he was in a successful rock band, but was out of it for whatever reason. When we saw him come home from work, right? I didn't understand what was going on. I mean, he probably. That was probably a fresh condom in his wallet. The guy's, I mean, he's probably just used them all the time. How does he not have it in a wrapper? That thing yeah. will disintegrate. That would, and that, especially. You might as well just slap your face with it. It's useless. Probably just fall apart like little dried chips of rubber condom. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely unsafe, I think would be the word. So they, I mean, how long was the battle scene at the end? Where they're oh working this laser. God. God, about an hour. Oh uh, I, if they showed any more excruciating cutaways to that tentacle about the oh, hit the button, gosh. Uh, cut, cut back to the tentacle. Okay, they're you fighting. You want to talk about right, the, back most to the frightening... I mean, you take the gross factor of that movie and you, t- you turn up to 11 whenever there's a tentacle involved. It's like a Japanese anime. It's so creepy. Like... When he's driving truck, you know, and the Dark Overlord is, Principal Rooney is driving the big, the big Mac, and that tentacle shoots out of his mouth. That is like something so awful. And then he presses buttons with it. <laughs> yeah, he is. He might as well have started making dinner with those tentacles yeah. because he was pulling <laughs> off things that only a master chef could do with those hands, and he was doing it with one tentacle. And he, he had I mean, somehow thumbs. He was probably like just caressing Leah Thompson's hair as he let her sleep in the cab oh, next to him. Oh, that is so disgusting. He's like, well, oh, she's God. sleeping, so I'm not going to bother her. But she, but once she wakes up, I'm going to tie her up. And put her in the back of the truck. But she's sleeping now, so she's fine. Like, she's going to need a rest. What if the whole genre of tentacle Japanese pornography was... Because of this. Of this. What if this was the the impetus of that whole genre? I kind of got sick a little bit just now. You you just blow the case wide open mm -hmm. right now. This is your thesis statement. How odd. Oh, God. Really, I mean, Ugh. what other what other scenes can we talk about without vomiting about this movie? Almost none. I mean, it's so front. Like, there's nobody. They wanted to kill him, but it's because he pissed them off 
not that the fact that he was a duck, a three foot two inch <laughs> humanoid duck. That except for the people in the the forty five minute diner fight where the sushi chef was literally going to chop off his head, they were sticking celery in his mouth. They were tying him down. They were going. He was going to start carving him up. How for about Peking duck? There was the guy just starts throwing lettuce on him. He's not even yeah. cooked yet. Sprinkling, he's breathing. Flavorless they're, lettuce. They're throwing, yeah, they're throwing lettuce on top of him as if that's gonna. They're ready to just start eating they're him. Gonna tender him up with that I, lettuce. I would like to know at what point did the director and the studio and EP George Lucas get together and watch these dailies and they're like, yeah, uh-huh. this is it. We are making. A masterpiece of a movie, like yeah. they might have had to just not cut and run. Maybe they spent too much money, and if they didn't spend a lot yeah. of money, they might have said, "You know what? This is straight to video, where it's never getting released." I want, for some reason, I want to say that George Lucas or somebody had a big problem with the end result of the movie, and that could be, but they couldn't take his name off of it, or I, I forget. The one, drama. one positive. Of this, I, and I'd like to read you a bit from IMDb trivia because I found this fascinating. Please, please, go ahead. please do. Uh, according to reports, at the time of the movie's release, George Lucas was heavily in debt, having just built the fifty million dollar Skywalker Ranch complex, mm. and was counting on this film to get him back in the black. <laughs> when it bombed, he was forced to start selling off assets to stay afloat. His friend Steve Jobs, the CEO of Apple Computers, offered to help by buying Lucasfilm's newly launched CGI animation division for a price well above market value, and Lucas, in desperate straits and thankful for the assistance, agreed. That division eventually became Pixar Animation Studios. So if you've ever watched Mm. the incredible Toy Story with your kids, you could say it's because of Howard the Duck. At least it has a legacy. That's true. It's because of Howard and Leia... Thompson almost consummating in that bedroom. Oh, God. Think about Ugh. that. Every Pixar movie you enjoy. I mean, she might as well have not been wearing anything. She was yeah. so... That that get up. Why is she not wearing thick pajama bottoms, fleece, long sleeve? Stranger. You're getting into bed with a, a talking duck. Yeah. That should be priority one. I don't care. Oh, could just like say, I don't care how flirty you can scene. be with a talking duck. You don't put on your your nighty and just be inviting like that. You don't know what what this talking charismatic duck is capable of, or what you should even be. You know, crossing that road. Maybe just sit on the sleep on the couch. Make the duck sleep on the couch. What 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 she'd rather do is enter an elaborate uh, game of how far will you go. Right. She, where she gets in bed and just like, a, a, what, do you, what do you call that thing? Like, a, Is it a camisole? Where it's just like mm. the the top part of the bustier with some 80s athletic pantaloons and like you're like, hey, I'm going to start this game where I try to molest you and, and we'll see if you stop me or not. I mean, the, I can't believe we keep coming back to that because that's, Probably the only episode with any character growth mm. and any kind of important direction and any kind of sizzle to the entire film. The rest of it is just grade A garbage. 
I mean, we could have made this a two-minute episode of Paper Cake Movies and just be like, don't see it. Tentacle porn. Goodbye. Uh, whoever requested this movie, we might have to put on a, a block list <laughs> just to ever contact us. That Maybe they're hung up on the unrequited love between well, maybe Ducky and Beverly. But maybe this is what they were fully expecting and we they got their wish. We fell into their trap. Well, they, and they wanted some comedy, you know. <laughs> They wanted to hear us talk about the way Leah Thompson climbed up on the bed with her (laughs) egg out like some woman in heat. It was like Howie was the only breathing thing that has ever come near her (laughs) in a decade. So she's going to just try. She's going to throw it out there. She's going to climb in the bed. I mean, catchy song, though. Catchy song. It's got to be Thomas Dolby you. Can dance you dance to mean, it. Come on. And that's Leah Thompson on vocals. I mean, she can dance. At the end of that movie, she was in oh, yeah. sync with Howie dancing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, them and Tim Robbins just practicing that number. Tim Robbins, a constant, like, no longer lab assistant, but rock and roll producer. He's he's Ugh. like the fifth Beatle. He's like the he was fifth he duck. was he was Brian Epstein, yeah, to the Howie Ducky. God, listen to this. Uh, director William Hyuk was credited writer on such acclaimed movies as The Radioland Murders, uh, Indiana Jones, and The Temple of Doom. Uh. American Graffiti. Mm, man. I mean, these are some class acts here. And, uh, but, oh, here we go. Uh, and now I'll see if you hold it. Director of Howard the Duck, Best Defense, French Postcards, and Messiah of Evil. Hmm. Hmm. Messiah of Evil could be the alternative title for Howard the Duck. To this film? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh. You know, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> this is might never top this this movie. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I don't. They uh, people are going to wonder why we fixated on a duck slash Caroline in the city love scene for about 35 whole minutes. I mean, she, that scene she looked created pretty, Pixar. She looked pretty good in the in the bed their, their gruesome love child was <laughs> Pixar Studios. I mean... Oh, yeah. That that baby just wouldn't stand... Well, you know. They probably had that little lamp. It is Cleveland. That jumps around and shines its light on the Pixar logo. Dickery dickery duck. Lampy, they call it. We'll see everybody next time. Too precious for a pet day. George Clinton, too. Thomas Dolby and George Clinton. <laughs>